just like fitness, you know, what's the best thing you should do? Hire a trainer. <laughs> you know, what's the best thing you should do in business? Hire a business coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, get support. Get, uh, you know, work with people and surround yourself with those who have done this many, many times and don't try to figure it out on your own. You know? You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online courses accredited for CECs and other professional development credits, with up to a massive 30% saving for members of Australian Fitness Network. And for face-to-face learning, network members also save on standard rates for Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, fitness sales maestro and former pro athlete Sean Greeley chats with the Fitness Industry Podcast's Oliver Kitchingman about the six stages of fitness business growth, how his cancer diagnosis prompted him to define his purpose, why choosing to work with great clients will help you create a great business, and how you can get anything you want by helping enough people get what they want. Sean, thank you for speaking with the Fitness Industry Podcast. Hey, my pleasure. Great to be here. Excited to talk to everybody today. Sean, can you tell me a little bit about your background? I believe you were a pro athlete. Yeah, athletics has always been my background. I started out as an athlete, did a lot of sports growing up, competed in professional wakeboarding for several years, was on the U.S. team, traveled around the world doing events, uh, have a lot of Aussie wakeboard friends as well. Uh, then I got into coaching and coaching sport. I was also coaching, uh, working as a PT, got certified as a PT, grew that for myself to a two-location fitness business, had uh, 10 PTs working with me in the business. And then, yeah, my story got diagnosed with stage four melanoma cancer. Didn't know if I'd be gone in a year. Sold the businesses focused on my health. And I asked myself, I'm only going to be around a year. What do I want to do with my life? Great question at 26 to be thinking about. I mean, I decided I just really want to help as many people as I could. A lot of friends of mine were coaches or had started fitness businesses. And they were struggling with all the common challenges that everybody is, is still dealing with today, right? Where do I find customers? What should I charge them? How do I hire another coach to work for me? I don't understand these financial numbers. How do I make it all work? So uh, I just started really helping my friends solve those problems. Really had no vision of a business or of uh, the company we have today. Uh, and as my health got better, I got really fulfilled and inspired by that work. I'd see, you know, people's, you know, businesses and lives transform and their 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 families and their communities transform as a result of becoming successful business owners. And I was even more inspired by that work than I was of, you know, helping someone transform their physical health and well-being as a coach. And so I uh, formed NPE in July of 06, and we're coming up on our 12th anniversary today. You know, 12 years later, we've served over 36,000 fitness businesses in 96 countries. We have an office in Los Angeles in the U.S. and London and Sydney here as well. And I'm as passionate as the day we started with helping fitness professionals, business owners grow their business and really create a great lifestyle for themselves and their families along the way. It's pretty impressive growth in that, I mean, that 10-year period. Yeah, well, you know, you work hard, it's amazing, you know, good things happen. <laughs> and quite, uh, quite the impetus as well, the realization of, of you know, the, your, your health problems just making you completely reassess your values. Yeah, I don't think it made me reassess my values. It, it really just made me pause and, and say, you know, 
we don't think about death very often, you know, until like maybe you get a little older, you have, you know, a family member die or something. But when you're in your 20s, you think, you know, life is never going to end. You're invincible, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially, especially if you're a PT and you're working in fitness. This is your... <laughs> yeah, nothing's ever going to happen, right? So getting, you know, that was one of the best things that ever happened to me is, is you know, when someone tells you it could be over, it's going to force you to really think about what really matters to you, not that your values change, but what really is most important. You know, if you've got a finite period of time, what do you really want to do? And I think that forces good questions, force good thinking, and forces great actions. And, you know, we can all benefit from those growth opportunities in our lives. And I think, you know, really, I, I believe that's what all challenges are. They're, they're opportunities, you know, in disguise, place for us to grow to the next level personally and professionally. So whether it be a health challenge, a business challenge, uh, whatever it may be, you know, this is your moment to shine brighter than you ever have before. And, uh, you know, new things open up in your life. Well, talking about challenges and opportunities for many PTs who've got into uh, who's got got into the fitness industry, their passion is obviously training people. It's fitness, it's well-being, it's helping people. It's not often sales. It's that's usually a bit of a downfall for many PTs. So that's where you guys, that's where NPE coaching come in. So PTs that have a natural aversion to selling, how can they learn to love it? Yeah, well, uh, first, I think I, I hated selling as well. And I can remember a really vivid point in, in my life. I was you know, just starting out, looking to get some clients on my books like everybody else. And I had a woman who was just coming in for a, a, you know, a trial session. Uh, and she was really struggling with you know, her, her face was white. She was all uh, jittery. And I said, what's going on? And she had been to the supplement store uh, and had gotten all these fat burning pills and you know, really misdirection by the guy that was you know, making sales behind the counter for minimum wage at the, at the vitamin shop. right? And uh, I really realized that if I didn't step up and get over my fears around talking to people around uh, what, how, how they really need to work towards solving a problem and get a good plan to be successful, then you know, they're just lost. People are lost. People are looking for coaches who care, who uh, are willing to get over their own fears and insecurities and lead people to success. And you know, it's, it's, that's what it is. Selling is serving. You've got to first and foremost change your mindset. That's what I had to do and that's what we help other people do is realize that what you're doing is learning how to communicate more effectively with the people that need your help. You know, you got to get over your own head trash around, oh, I think someone, you know, I, I don't want to bother them. Or people are desperate for help. They're looking to solve problems. And they're looking to achieve their goals. And you need to learn how to engage the conversation with them around how, what are they looking for? Why is it important to them? And how can I direct them and be a guide to help them lead them to their success that they're looking for? And so I think first and foremost, it's a mindset change, number one. And because it's not about you, it's about the people that need your help. And you got to be willing to get over your own stuff. And then you got to learn an effective model of how how do I communicate effectively? Because that's what it is. What we're doing as coaches, whether you've got a big business or you're just a startup looking for your first few clients, you're looking to help more people commit to their goals. That's what it is. What we offer is a plan and a program that's going to lead people to success. And it's not about our program. It's about the client's commitment to the process to achieve their goals. If someone wants to lose 20 pounds... They don't want sessions. They don't want training. They want to lose 20 pounds, but they've got to commit to a path and a journey that's going to lead them to that success. And our job, we're the guides. We're the guides on the journey. And if we can communicate more effectively to lead them to that commitment that's about them, then they're going to be successful and we get, you know, they commit to their goals and we get a new client that joins our program. So it's uh, number one, a mindset change. Number two, learning how to communicate more effectively. 
And when you do that, then, you know, there's unlimited opportunity all around us. And so, you know, if there's one big message I'd like to share with certainly anyone starting out or in the early stage of their career, this is the most important piece. Most fitness professionals fail in the industry not because there aren't people out there that need your help. It's because uh, you haven't learned yet how to communicate effectively in a way that inspires people and helps more people commit to their goals. And that's a personal responsibility and learning that you've got to take on to get better. And when you do, you know, you can get anything you want by helping enough people get what they want. It's a big shift, isn't it? A mind, a mindset shift. How long is that going to take? I mean, I'm guessing that's a kind of a how long is a piece of string. It will take. It's different for different trainers, but like sort of on average, the way that you work with trainers, how long do you do you find it takes for them to kind of turn around their thinking? Yeah, well, having done this a long time, actually, you know, we 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 teach a course called Auto Closer that really is about uh, learning the effective model of communication and how to you know structure your programs correctly and really start to fill your schedule. You know, we we teach that course six weeks time. It really is that quickly, and you know, again, I can tell you been doing this is now the 11th anniversary we've been delivering that course uh, around the world and six weeks time and it's really amazing we have people who you know come in there may be a thousand two thousand a month in revenue you know three months later they're at fifteen twenty thousand a month in revenue which creates now a whole new problem because now it's not where do I get clients it's I've got too many clients oh my gosh what do I do and frankly that's as big a problem as not having clients, <laughs> and so there's work to be done there. Uh, but we, you know, that's that's the journey, right? If you're doing it right, you're going to create the next problem in your business you've got to solve. And so, you know, I think that's the other piece I'll just share is we've, you know, the last 11 years we've created a model that we teach called the six stages of uh, fitness business growth, and it really is about the journey of uh, starting out uh, in the industry, becoming a full-time fitness professional, then moving into starting and opening, growing a business. So something's going to start to, you know, support have other people work in the business besides yourself. And then we say stage four is really about commitment to long-term success. So you're going through that mid-stage of, you know, growing from 10000 a month to 25000 a month in revenue. And then we get to stage five and six, which is really around leading and empowering a team to grow your business with you. We're starting to get other people who start to run the operations of the business. You know, if you're a PT and have been working long hours, you get to a place where you get to you know, maybe have breakfast at home a few days a week with your family or have an evening where you feel like a normal human being. You aren't in the gym all night, but other people are training clients and, and things are running smoothly. So, you know, that is the progression path and the journey. And we're, we're just super passionate about helping more people grow through those stages personally and professionally and, you know, create a great business that, uh, again, supports them and their families. Looking at the stats for the fitness industry, you know, a lot of PTs have a very low, very short career span. And looking at those six stages, I would say that probably a lot of them don't even make it past stage two. So is that almost the hardest stage, getting them from stage two to stage three, from a working full-time in the industry to kind of ready to open and grow the business? Yeah, so the, the truth is they're all hard stages. <laughs> you know, wherever you're at is hard, right? So it's like fitness. When you're just starting out, doing one push-up is hard. But, you know, later going from, you know, 50 push-ups to 60 push-ups, it's hard. So you're always working hard every stage. But I think the beginning is where the majority of people get stuck, right? So a lot of people don't get over the line, right? And so I think, you know, that's the the most important pieces in the early stages are start to surround yourself with people ahead of where you are. You know, it's it's not unlike fitness is 
it's very hard to be self-motivated and driven without some support and without seeing a vision of what success looks like at the next stage. You know, we have a saying we talk about, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You want to put yourself in an environment where you're going to be challenged to grow, people ahead of where, where you, uh, you are in your career, and can help, you know, bring you up, bring you along with them on your progression path. So, you know, that's just like fitness, you know, what's the best thing you should do? Hire a trainer. <laughs> you know, what's the best thing you should do in business? Hire a business coach. Uh, get support. Get, uh, you know, work with people, surround yourself with those who have done this many, many times, and don't try to figure it out on your own. You know, it's, you'll waste a lot of time and energy, and frankly, you're, you know, majority aren't successful making it. You know, most businesses fail in 18 months or, you know, or, or, or 24 months. So, you know, and it's, it's sad because, you know, it's like so many people fail in fitness, yet it's not hard. You just got to get some education and get some support and build a foundation that you can grow on. So if a PT who's kind of starting out, it doesn't feel quite financially confident enough to, to be uh, maybe hiring a business coach, then even just uh, finding a mentor or just uh, finding someone that works in the same industry or in the same area, maybe another trainer and more experienced trainer in the same gym. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be careful. You know, the, the most expensive advice is actually bad advice, right? <laughs> so, you know, if you take a beginner and, you know, put them in a program that's too aggressive or bad advice, they can get injured. Same thing in business. You get injured pretty quickly if you do the wrong things. But, hey, come to our website. We've got, you know, free guides, blogs, webinars. I mean, we've got... A, education out the wazoo get yourself plugged in do some of the great free education out there and content use that and then you know get a little success and then start making reinvestments in your continued growth and success sean mpe works with fitness businesses all over the world so you've got as you i think you said 96 different markets before uh we have clients who served in 96 countries yeah, yeah. That's a, I couldn't a, name all the countries uh, off the top of my head, but uh, off you, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a geography lesson, but yeah. So, is there any any common factors that you find in every market? The common challenges that businesses face are all the same, right? So, and and really that varies by stage. So, we talked about you know when you're full time looking to go full time industry, it's the same challenges, right? You've got to learn how to, you know, communicate more effectively, how to structure programs correctly, and you're looking to start filling your schedule up, you know. And so, you know, same thing for for the stage four, stage five business. So the, the challenge, the work to be done is the same. I think there's some nuances in cultural, you know. Uh, mindset and conversations like we're in Australia today obviously Australia has you know we call the tall poppy syndrome so you know if you start getting too successful uh, your you know your mates or people kind of tear you down or even social media is pretty damaging people can you know attack people for sharing their success uh, where you know and in, in certainly in America entrepreneurial ideals and beliefs and philosophy are, are, are celebrated uh, and championed and you know people you know give you you know good on you if you're you're working your way up UK is you know a little more subdued as well so I think you know that wherever you are you know the process of growth is the same you've got to get your mindset right very important who you surround yourself is very important you know and that comes to your fitness that comes to your business that comes to your you know your, your happiness in life so getting a good support system around you is key because just like anything you know there are people who will you know drag you down and the people who are going to help lift you up and inspire you and help you become the best version of yourself you can be so wherever you are that's universal and definitely encourage you to find people who inspire you who help lift you up who help you become the best version of yourself uh, and spend more time with them cut out the 
the haters, you know, and the, the negative people who maybe just aren't in a place where they can support you because maybe they're uncomfortable with their own situation, right? So uh, and that's okay. That's all part of the journey and being an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, and, and growing through the stages of life. Talking about surrounding yourself with the right people for your business to help you grow as a business, you also have, you place a lot of focus on helping PTs attract the right clients rather than just sheer volume of clients that are not going to turn into the, the right kind of business for them. So what advice do you have to for PTs? That, in, how can they stop wasting time getting these sort of dud leads that are, are not going to be doing them any good? Yeah, so I, I, this is a fun exercise we love to do, and I'm happy to talk about this in my presentation today. So one of the most important things is, you know, if you're when you are just starting out, you're looking to just get some experience, and you'll take on, you'll say yes to 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 anybody, and that's you know okay to get some experience and and start to get some confidence in your ability to actually get results with clients and like those things. But as you start to actually commit to this being a real business and this is going to be a career and, and your professional income, you know, choosing who you work with is critical. Uh, and I think everybody, you know, you're going to have some clients who are, you know, everybody has clients who they love working with. They feel like this is the best thing ever. I can't believe I get paid to do this job. This is like awesome. And then they have clients who, if I have to spend another moment with this person, I'm going to just, you know, go work at McDonald's. Uh, so, you know, you want to get really clear. You know, we, we like to take out a sheet of paper. Draw a line in the middle, right? On the top, on the left, you know, who do I, who do I want to work with? And uh, on the right, who I don't want to work with? And start to list the characteristics of what is common among the people you love to work with. You know, is there a, a gender you like to work with? Is there an age range you like to work with? How do they show up? How do they present themselves? Where do they live or work? What are the things we know about? the people that you love to work with and what are the things we know about people you don't love to work with and if you don't know who you love to work with start with who you definitely don't want to work with so you can start on either side of the fence but start to create some clarity there for yourself and we use that to lead into getting clear about what we call an avatar so getting clear about the type of, of client we want to work with and is the best client for our business. And so once we get clear about who we're looking to, to reach, then we got to look at, well, what, what message resonates with them? What do they care about most? What do they want? What challenges are they struggling with? How do they feel about those challenges? And get clear about how to, the right message to that customer, that prospective customer. And then, you know, lastly is really then how do I engage them? Where do I, where do they show up? Where do I, you know, do I speak to them online, offline, you know, get a strategy for connecting your, your message to the market. And, you know, in, you, in the beginning, you really just need one or two strategies is plenty. And then as you start to grow, we want to diversify that and add more layers to, you know, more ways to connect with the people who you want to serve. So, you know, it's just a process. One step at a time, we work through that and we start to refine and make a better business. You know, what makes a good business is great customers. And there's nothing more important than the, the customer that you decide to choose and serve will ultimately determine the success of your business long term. That's critical because we're all talking about the service business, right? This is, we're not manufacturing widgets here. Uh, we're serving people. And without customers, you don't have a business. So, you know, you got to get clear about who it is you want to work with, uh, how you can best position your business as unique and special and different from other options they may have, and then how you connect and engage them. Okay. So, I mean, I'm guessing when PTs have got to this stage and they're, they're, they're deciding, yeah, I need, to, I need to stop working with these clients that are just draining me and, yes. and, and, you know, we're not getting results. It feels like just a chore every time I'm training them. They make the, the monumental decision that they, they're gonna, they define their avatar, their ideal client. What sort of time frame is it going to take to kind of uh, out with the old and in with the new? Is this a, and is it a sort of you get as many of your ideal clients as you can, but you may still be servicing a few clients that aren't your ideal client, or do you want you want to be getting to a hundred percent? 
training the people that you really love working with. I mean, obviously, that's the dream. But if you can't fill your schedule with all of your ideal clients, is it better to not fill your schedule than to kind of top it up with a few of your non-ideal clients? That's a great question. You know, and I think that the, that's a little bit of an individual answer given the person and their circumstances and where they're at. But can you fill a schedule with, you know, Great clients, absolutely. I mean, especially at an individual PT level, what are we looking for? You know, 10, 20 clients. Can we find 10, 20 amazing people? Absolutely. So, you know, first off, get your belief system right. Can you fill your schedule with great clients? Yes. Can you fill it 100% with great clients? Yes. And, you know, how aggressive are you going to be in taking action to do that is a better question, you know, and how well you execute some of the plays and the steps we've talked about here is also going to determine your success. But, you know, we have, have had great clients who have a waiting list of people that want to work with them because they position their business so well, they have limited capacity, they're not looking to add more staff, it's this is what it is, and I got a waiting list. And if you want to get in, get on the waiting list. Uh, and so, you know, that's about really just being consistent and doing a great job, having a great reputation. Uh, in the market and being known to be, you know, exceptional in your field. There's always demand for the best, you know, and I think that's another critical piece of this. It's not just about being effective with your communication, but you've got to ultimately have a great product or service, uh, you know, and that's a very, you know, short term, we can make an impact on business with sales. Medium term, we can make an impact on business with marketing. Long term, success your business is all about your product are you delivering an exceptional product if you're just average well you know no one wants an average personal trainer you never heard have you ever heard anybody say i want to look to find the most mediocre average personal trainer that's kind of mid-priced i can find no you don't want the best or you want the cheapest and when it comes to your health well-being it's generally a pretty emotional intimate relationship it's a big impact you want the best and so, you know, you want to, you got to become the best in terms of delivering the best product that delivers the best results in your area. Be committed to excellence in the way you show up to serve the market that you want to serve. Now, we want to take that one step further. That's getting clear, too, about what does that really mean? It means about the value proposition, right? What is the value you're delivering to the market? We like to give a formula for value in terms of V equals CE plus R plus R. So that stands for value equals client experience plus relationship, plus results. So what is the experience that your clients get in the way they engage with your business? You know, from when the moment they, they call you on the phone to the moment they walk in the door, you know, what does your facility look like? Is the bathroom clean? You know, all those things that affect their experience and the interaction with the business. Uh, the relationship, what is the relationship with the clients? If it's just coming for workout, yeah, I'll see you next time, that's kind of weak. Are you doing things, you know, do they, do they feel like you go beyond and care? Uh, do you have social events at your facility? Do you send them a birthday card? You know, do you have a Christmas uh, dinner? You know, some of those things that really build relationships and community. And then results. Um, now, results is also an important one because a client at 60 years old isn't looking for the same results that a client at 20 years old is looking for. So knowing the results that your market wants and values and making sure you're designing your program for them and to serve them and what they want. I think a lot of trainers and young PTs, especially in their 20s, think that everybody wants six-pack abs and big guns. And you know what? Grandma doesn't care about six-pack abs and big guns. Grandma's looking to be functionally fit, be healthy, avoid injury, and you know, enjoy a healthy lifestyle looking after the grandkids. So being clear about what the results your market wants, what does success look like to them, and then making sure we do all those things to improve the value proposition of the market. That's how you become the best is you deliver the most value. The best businesses deliver the most value to the customers they want to serve. So get clear on that. 
and just, you know, keep making it better and better and better. That is, this is like, you know, gardening. You're constantly working on it and you're making the garden better every day for years and years. And you look back one day and you have an amazing garden. Well, because you put a lot of work in over a period of time. That's business. So would PTs need to be sort of in their initial consult with clients, with a new client, they need to be laying down the what their clients can expect of them, what they can expect to be seeing at certain time points in the, in, in the coming months and weeks ahead? Yeah, I think so. You know, definitely part of the sales process in terms of uh, the way we engage that. One of the best things we teach, too, in our, in our course, we do this for a long time, is that, that we call post-closing. So once a client said yes, we recommend a client agreement form, which is really a simple form that says, okay, uh, Mrs. Jones, this is what I expect of you as a client, one, two, three, four, and this is what you can expect from me as your coach, one, two, three, four. You know, so many relationships fail because we aren't clear on both sides of the table what the expectations are or should be. Need that contract. Yeah, well, not even a con- a contract is, you know, really a billing policy or terms. Those things are important too. But I mean a basic agreement form. Like if Mrs. Jones thinks that you're my PT, that means that I'm going to text you any time of the day or night, 24-7, with a picture of my food. And you should respond instantly with telling me if I should eat broccoli or pizza in this moment of time. You know, and that's her expectation, and you don't want to be doing that, then that's a problem, right? So you got to get really clear about what can you expect from me? What do I expect from you? How are we going to work together to achieve the goals? And just getting clear about that and document that in writing. And then have, you know, you sign off on it, the client sign off it, sets everybody up for success. You know, you've got it as a coach and as the guide, you have to set the proper expectations. That's your job as in terms of leading your client to success. You do that, get everybody clear on it, and then you're going you're gonna to enjoy the journey. And so are they a whole lot better than waiting for these things to just be kind of figured out down the road and, you know, a lot of more friction in the journey, let's put it that way. Sean, you seem to be enjoying your own journey with MPE for over the last 12 years. What's next for, for MPE? I mean, you've, you've talked about the auto-close system, which has been very successful for you guys. Um, and I guess that's always evolving. Anything else on the horizon for MPE? Yeah, well, you know, we're on a mission to serve many more fitness professionals and business owners around the world. You know, our goal is to double our business, which means we've got to deliver more value to the market we want to serve. We want to continue to uh, get out and connect more people. And we just want to help more fitness business owners grow their business and create the life they want. That's what we're here for. Uh, we're super passionate about that. And we're, you know, digging in hard to do a better job in the way that we connect, engage and serve uh, this industry globally, whether it be the US, Canada, UK, Australia, Asia, we're everywhere. We got clients everywhere. And we're just, you know, we're excited about the next few years and uh, look forward to meeting everyone we can. Sean, if people want to find out more information about how to double their PT sales and grow their fitness businesses, where can they go? Yeah, definitely encourage you to come check out our website. It's npecoaching.com. And you can go, you know, whatever country you're in, we've got, uh, you know, a site for US, uh, Canada, UK, and Australia. And check out our Knowledge Center, where we're packed with articles, free business guides. You can download great resources, sign up for a webinar. Come check us out. Uh, Learn about our six stages of fitness business growth, which stage you're in, and, you know, find out what resources we have to help you out. Sean, thank you for speaking with the Fitness Industry Podcast. My pleasure. Take care and look forward to seeing you soon. To grow the success of your fitness business, learn from the industry experts in Network's online course, Tactical Strategies for Fitness Business Success, accredited for CECs and other professional development points. Go to the Network website, 
select the Courses tab and click on Fitness Mastery Series. Members of Australian Fitness Network save 25% on this course. So go to fitnessnetwork.com.au to grow your fitness business. And for face-to-face learning, remember that network members also save on standard rates for Phylex, the fitness industry convention.